Hey, it's Bob Stoffer. I just wanted to let you know that you can listen to Oilers Now ad-free on Amazon Music, included with Prime. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio, 630 Chad. Portions of the Oilers Now podcast are brought to you by ProAmSports.ca. You know, when you go through tough times like this, maybe it makes you a better team. You know, for Connor and for Dreisaitl, those guys have had uh, nice careers, and they've hit a little bump in the road, and it's going to make them better, it's going to make them stronger, and it's going to make them great people. This is Ryan Nugent Hopkins. This is Oscar Platt. This is Milan Lucic. This is Cam Talbot. This is Connor McDavid from your Edmonton Oilers. This is Oil Country. And this is Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Brought to you by Digitex. Managed print services to keep your printing costs down? Yeah, Digitex does that. D-I-G-I-T-E. Now, Bob Stopper on the official radio station of your Edmonton Oilers, 630 Shed. Bob Stauffer looking for a cure to open up today's shows in the Oilers' woes. This is the Oilers Now, brought to you by Digitex. Chorus uses Digitex for their copiers, printers. Their service is outstanding. Jam-packed edition of Oilers Now coming up for you on Friday. Uh, coming up today, at uh, we're going to do a double flip here, 12 12-ish in around that time. Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers for friends at the River Creek Resort and Casino. And the River Cree Resort and Casino has Bill Engvall, March 24th, and Larry the Cable Guy, April 14th. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. At uh, 1235 today, Vice Chair of the uh, Oilers Entertainment Group, Wayne Gretzky, to talk a bit about the Halinka uh, Gretzky Tournament, which is going to take place this uh, summer here in Edmonton. Looking uh, forward to a great uh, best-on-best event uh, that the Oilers Entertainment Group is going to be hosting. Uh, we'll get a quick thought from Wayne with the New York Rangers coming to town on his time in New York as well. Uh, One oh five today. Speaking of the New York Rangers, they're in Calgary tonight. Dave Maloney is their longtime television analyst. He will join us on today's edition of Oilers Now. The Edmonton Oil Kings 
They are wearing Don Sherry jerseys tonight, and uh, then they have a special day for autism coming up on Sunday. Uh, he uh, is most recently served in the role of uh, Senior Director of Business Development for the Edmonton Oil Kings. He's got a new title, but Kevin Radomski will rejoin us on Oilers now to talk about the two events this weekend and how you can participate. And uh, tonight and tomorrow over at Claire Drake Arena, the Canada West Final. Serge Lejoie is the head coach of the Alberta Golden Bears. He will join us uh, as well on today's edition of Oilers Now. Again, brought to you by Digitex. Well, you can text us at any time at 630-630 for Westlock Ford. If you're looking for a new vehicle, go see Paul Olson at Westlock Ford. Check out their great selection today at westlockford.com. Worth the drive to get your new ride. We are on Twitter, at Oilers Now. You can tweet me personally, Bob underscore star for tweet Brendan at Brendan Ulrich. For podcasts of the show, go to globalnews.ca backslash Edmonton backslash program backslash Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. And a special shout out to our friends at Pro-Am Sports for hooking us up with the podcast. And a reminder, in uh, Tuesday's spec will be in studio. Here's the schedule for the week. Uh, the Oil Kings at home here at Rogers Place tonight against the Calgary Hitmen. Uh, then the Oilers tomorrow night against the New York Rangers who are going to be on the second of a back-to-back. So the Oilers are going to go from playing against a team that had four, uh, t- you know, the best top four defense in the entire National Hockey League that would be the rain- or the uh, National Predators to a team on Saturday that is likely to play as many as four rookie defensemen or what amounts to four rookie defensemen against the Edmonton Oilers. So, again, we're, we're going to coordinate here with uh, Elliot Friedman fairly quickly into the show, and we'll scatter some other show parts out, including our NHL Today update with Elite Promotional Marketing. We're probably going to do that in and around uh, 1250-ish uh, on today's edition of Oilers Now. Here's what we're going to do. We're going to go right to Elliot Friedman from uh, – NHL Hockey and Rogers again for River Cray Resort Casino. Live radio, moving some guests around. Elliot, thank you uh, uh, for being flexible, but we have a great reason as to why we moved you today, so I hope you're cool with that. How are you doing? I have to say, I cannot believe I'm getting bummed for Wayne Gretzky. That is so lame, especially in Edmonton. <laughs> well, I mean, we did have a press conference yesterday. Uh, Gary Bettman was here as well, and it's, it's interesting... Yes. You know, it, it's kind of, inter- you know, uh, Elliot, it's interesting how times have changed, right? Back in uh, between 2000 to 2004, you looked at Edmonton, Calgary, and Ottawa. You had the Canadian Assistance Program at that time. Uh, and, and those three teams were in a somewhat fragile state. No one would suggest that of Edmonton right now. I think you would agree with that. The Oilers have got their building. Ottawa and Calgary have some work to do. Uh, but where are we? Do you know where we're at with Ottawa? What's going on there with Eugene Melnick and the, the Senators' bid to relocate downtown? I, I think that the Senators' fans would like to know the same thing. No, uh, you know, they've got permission to negotiate with the city on getting um, that done. And now the key thing is, you know, can they hammer out a deal? And that's what kind of we're waiting for. Can they hammer out a deal to build? And I do think that a downtown stadium is very critical for the successful financial future of the Ottawa Sanders. But what has to happen is Eugene Melnick and the city and the, and the government, they have to make a deal on building it. So that's kind of where we are. They're, they're hammering it out. You know, Calgary, as the commissioner was there, he just spoke to the media a little while ago, and he said that right now the the, the – uh, battle for a new arena is on hold and I, I think kind of we're all wondering if it's going to be tied into a potential 2026 Olympic bid 
and what's going to happen there. So I, I think those two situations are kind of linked. Well, what's, what's, yeah, and, you know, Edmonton got theirs done. Uh, the political will led by Stephen Mandel and, and, and the Cates group, uh, you know, Gary Batman played a significant factor in, in getting those parties to a common ground and, and getting deal the deal done. Um, a very different time in this province, too, Elliot. I mean, federally, we had a yep, conservative government. Changed. Yes, provincially, we had a conservative government at that time. And though it was ultimately a municipal decision in Edmonton. And uh, and we had a a mayor who, uh, who, who saw the benefit. And Edmonton also needed to revitalize their downtown. That was another factor as well. So we'll see how the cha- – I, I think in time, Calgary will get their facility. I think that's a given. Uh, just back to Ottawa here because we have not had a chance uh, – I was traveling last Friday – and didn't get a chance to do the hit with you, but uh, so the NHL trade deadline is over. What what was the biggest story for you that Ottawa didn't move out Eric Carlson? No, I wasn't as surprised by that. I, I thought that they would try, and I think he wanted them to try, and they did. And I think the team that came closest has been reported was Vegas. But it wasn't a huge surprise to me that they didn't get it done. Um, I think their leverage decreases now. Uh, there's no question about that. But, you know, we'll see what happens. Uh, I think the interesting thing is going to be is, you know, Ottawa's got a situation where they ha- if they don't give up their pick to Colorado this year, they have to give up next year's pick. And I, I think it's going to be interesting to see if another team in the draft lottery gets a, gets a good pick. Are they a team that says, you know what, we could... I believe we just said... that pick... Yep. To- We'll, we'll, we'll offer that pick to uh, to Ottawa. So I think that's kind of where we are. I think the one that surprised me the most, because I really didn't see it coming, was Stasny. Um, you know, I, I think we knew there was a possibility that McDonough would end up in Tampa Bay, and he did. But I, I was surprised by the Stasny one, Bob. That was the one that kind of came out of left field to me. Well, Winnipeg's got a good team. And, and I wonder if there's a – one of the things that uh, – Elliot, I'm not sure if you're aware, but I did about a – oh, probably a 50-minute uh, – hot stove with uh, Gary Bettman uh, yesterday morning, and he talked about uh, competitive balance, right? That's one of the, the, the phraseologies that was uh, used uh, instead of parity. Competitive balance prefers that term. But I, I think one of the things we are seeing is how quickly fortunes of teams can change in the NHL. I mean, you look at when Winnipeg extended both uh, the GM and the coach. There was criticism over that after how Winnipeg finished last year. And now the Jets are an elite team. And, oh, lo and behold, they went and got themselves a, a, a great top nine, and a pro, pro, legitimate top six guy, but a great top nine guy to round out their forward units. I mean, that's a good hockey team right now. Really good, and, and you know, if you watch their game against Nashville this week, it was a hell of a game, and, um, you know, I, I really wonder, Bob, what's going to happen with the playoff format in this league. I, I'm very curious to see if when we get to the GM meetings, if somebody comes up with a proposal to change things, because I think people are looking at, happen, at what happened in the Metro last year with two of Washington, Pittsburgh, Columbus being out by the second round. You look at what's going to happen at Central this year, you've got you know, three really good teams at the top of the division, and, and two of them are going to be out early. And, uh, you know, I, I think also what happened in the Atlantic this year where there's really been no playoff race. Now, Florida's making it interesting. They're making a late charge. But, you know, Toronto, Tampa, and Boston have known they're going to be in the playoffs for two months now. So I'm curious to see if that kind of decision, that kind of setup is going to lead to a, an appeal for change because it's not really great if – you got one division, and I know I understand these things are cyclical, but it seems to be happening a lot more. 
And, you know, what could happen this year in the Central and what could happen last year in the Metro, it's probably not the way you want your playoffs to go. From uh, NHL Hockey and Rogers, Elliot Friedman, courtesy of the River Cree Resort Casino. All right, let's get to the specifics of the deals, and then we'll talk maybe a little about the deals that didn't happen. Uh, we'll start with Nashville, a very well-run yeah. organization that deals from a position of strength to make trades. What do you think of their acquisition of Ryan Hartman? You know, I think the thing that's it's interesting is that Bob. I think there were a lot of teams that weren't on Hartman. I think uh, I think among Canadian teams, I think both Winnipeg and Calgary were there, and Nashville paid a, a very high price to get him. And when you have a guy like that, and you get a lot of teams interested, and you have to pay that high a price, that says to me that this is a player that's got value, and this is a player that people believe has value. And uh, so I think it's I think it's interesting. I think it shows you how all-in Nashville is, in, is for the next couple of years. And, uh, you know, I, I think they got a guy who can really help them. And I think the only reason Chicago traded him was because they knew they'd get that kind of value for him. Tampa Bay Lightning, Steve Eisenman. I mean, if David Poyle is the guy out west right now in the Preds, you take a look at, you know, uh, adding Ryan Johansson the last three years and then obviously tourists this year and, you know, finally getting some center depth to go along with all of those great defensemen. Uh, Tampa Bay, they can make it happen too. Yes, they could. There's there's no question about that. They didn't make their team weaker at all. Um, they didn't have to give up. You know, they, they gave up Nemesnikov, but I think he was a player they were willing to give up. They didn't give up Sergeyev. They weren't going to give up points. Um, and they got stronger. I mean, McDonough and Miller make them better players. And I think the other thing, too, is I think they're the other team in the state, the Panthers, are really hard at McDonough. And I think the fact that, you know, Tampa got them and they, they get two runs with them, I think it makes them a, a much, much stronger team. You know, and they also didn't have to give up Cal Foot, who they considered one of their top prospects. So, you know, I, I think if you're you give up a lot of futures there, um, I think the Rangers are going to be a really interesting team with the with the kinds of things they're going to be able to do over the next couple of years. They have a lot of flexibility, a lot of picks, a lot of cap room. Uh, so they did what they wanted, but I think Tampa's going to have two runs with with a hell of a team. Which player that did not go were you most surprised did not get traded? Ooh. Um, I, I would say, I would say Pacioretty, but when I started to hear what they were asking for, I, I was I wasn't as surprised that he didn't get traded. I I would say that I thought he was going to get dealt. I, I think he wanted to get traded. I think they were getting, I, I think they were getting a bit tired uh, uh, too. And and but then when I heard what they were asking for, like for the Kings, apparently it was to fully to Velarde plus. For the Wild, it was Foyle plus. Um, for the from the Panthers, I believe they asked for Trocheck. Like if you're Mark Bergevin, you have those asks that says that you're probably not trading them uh, unless someone blows your socks off. So I would say I was surprised that Thatcher already didn't get traded, but I was less surprised once I kind of got an idea of what Bergevin was asking for. It's it's a very soft market for UFAs in the off season, but the fact that Patrick Maroon and Peter Shirelli set an orders now on Tuesday. There was, in the end, only one offer, which came from New Jersey in the final five minutes. Um, do you think that might affect what Maroon might be able to command on the marketplace just because he's now the type of body type and player that seems less attractive to many suitors today maybe than three years ago when the Kings were big boy in hockey and hammering away on teams? 
I think it could be a factor. I, I don't think there's any question if there's a possibility it, it is a factor. But I think the way he plays down the stretch in New Jersey will go a long way towards determining that, too. You know, I, I think one of the reasons, you know, as we also saw, you know, Buffalo got very little for Vander Kane in terms of what they were hoping for and what they were expecting for. They, they made the best possible move, and, and they said they only had one offer, too. And I think what happens there is that, you know, there were more there were more sellers than there were buyers, Bob. That's number one. And unless you had a guy that people were really targeting for, you had to sit there and wait. You know, as we were going through the list of teams that I, I thought were interested in Maroon, you had Boston, and, and they made their move for Rick Nash. Yep. You had Tampa, and then you realized, you know, what they were doing. Um, you know, St. Louis, they were sellers. They were not really buyers. And Toronto, which I think inquired on them, you know, they didn't move anything on their front. So all of a sudden, when you when you sat there and you tell me they only had one offer, I think that makes a lot of sense, whether you agree with it or not. I, I could see how the potential partners got nitpicked away. And the same for Evander Kane. Now, that doesn't mean that, you know, he's going to have no value as a UFA, I think, his play will determine that, but I think what it meant was at that particular time, when the, when you look at all the options available to the Oilers and to Patrick Maroon, especially in a buyer's market, there probably weren't that many. Elliot Friedman joining us from NHL Hockey and Rogers, courtesy of River Creek Resort Casino. Bob Stoffer in Rogers Place, Edmonton, and the Rangers. Tomorrow night, the Oilers go from playing the National Predators with the best top four defense in the NHL to play in a New York Rangers team who iced four rookie defensemen against Vancouver the other night, gave up 50 shots. Just very quickly, Elliot, who do you think's better on paper, Nashville and Tampa uh, or Tampa? And am I missing anybody? And, you know, are those the two clear teams? Is Winnipeg in that mix? How do you handicap sort of the teams moving forward after the trade deadline? You know, I think Winnipeg is probably the next tier. Uh, to me, everybody healthy, top to bottom, Nashville's the best team in the league. I'm with if you. If I had to pick one game, one team to win one game to save my house, I'm probably and, and everybody's healthy. I'm probably taking Nashville. Let's not forget the head coach has taken three different teams to the Stanley Cup and won, unfortunately, for Oilers fans, one of them back in 2006 with the Carolina Hurricanes. Uh, one speaking of coaching, you know what's amazing about this year, Elliot? No coaches fired. Are teams getting smarter, more financially prudent, Understa- um, understanding think, that there can be wild swings year to year in the league? I think there's some of that. I think this year will prove to be unusual. You know, one of the issues, I, I believe, Bob, is that there's a lot of GMs who also entered this year in the last year of their deals. So I think some teams look at it like, hey, you know, I'm not having you – Uh, hire someone, especially if you're not going to end up keeping the job. So that's number one. But I also think number two, if you look at a lot of the situations where a coach might get fired, they just made changes. Um, You know, you you say, okay, we should have a coaching change in Arizona, they just hired a new coach. We should have a coaching change in Buffalo, they just hired a new coach. We should have a coaching change in Vancouver, they just hired a new coach. Um, So that's part of it. I, I I think the other thing, too, is that, um, you know, I, I think now if you take a look at some of who the obvious potential successors are, a lot of them are under contract during the season. I mean, the one guy who stands out who's kind of available right now, somebody wanted him, 
was Dave Tippett. Mm-hmm. But other than that, a lot of the guys are under con- a lot of uh, under contract to other organizations. So I could see why you'd say, you know what, we're going to wait for the off season. So between all of those situations, Bob, I think that's kind of where we are. And the other thing too is, you know, you look at a situation like yours. I know there's been a lot of a lot of uh, questions about the future. I know that the others really feel that's kind of been the easy way out for a lot of the time. So I understand that they're sitting there and saying this is not necessarily the route we want to do because it's kind of the route that we always do. Elliot, I've done the color for 10 years. The Oilers have had seven head coaches. David Poyle has been GM in Nashville for 20. They've had two head coaches in those 20 years. And David Poyle and Paul Fenton have worked together that time. Uh, the Oilers have had four GMs in the last 10 and a half years. So it puts things in perspective, right? You, yes, I, I, I completely agree, Bob. I think that's a very big factor. Say hi to Max. Uh, thank you for moving up uh, your slot uh, so we could uh, fit in uh, uh, the great one. And uh, we'll look forward to watching you tomorrow night. I still think that's really lame, but I, I get it. I get it. <laughs> All right. Thanks a lot, Elliot. Take care, Bob. Have a great weekend. You bet. That's uh, Elliot Friedman from NHL Hockey and Rogers. Again, brought to you by River Cree Resort and Casino. Uh, Bill Engvall and... Larry the Cable Guy coming up late March, early April. Tickets at Ticketmaster.ca. It's 1227. We'll go to break. Uh, We're just negotiating contact here with Wayne. Probably looking at about 1234, 1235 when we return on orders now after a global news weather traffic update with Eileen Bell. When you want to fly your Oilers colors with fan gear or outfit your fan cave, there's only one place. ProAmSports.ca Jerseys, apparel, headwear, and memorabilia from your favorite players and teams. Whether it's the NHL, the CFL, the NFL, MLB, or more, ProAm Sports are your fan cave specialists. And if it comes with a ProAm Sports Certificate of Authenticity and hologram, you know it's 100% authentic, hand-signed memorabilia. So no matter who you cheer for, ProAm Sports has got your guy. Visit their Edmonton showroom on St. Albert Trail. Fill your fan cave at ProAmSports.ca. That's ProAmSports.ca. Oilers Now with Bob Stoffer. Weekdays at noon on Oilers Radio. 630 Chad.